Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The show, sponsored by Straight Realty. Your St. Louis area experts. Why pay more than four? 314-441-4444. Welcome, my friends, to the show that never ends. This is the show. Come inside the show's about to start. Now, Kevin Wheeler, Amy Marks Kors, Chris Ranji on KMOX. Great to be with you on a Friday on the show. Amy, Chris, and Kevin hanging out with you here. You can find out uh, all about us, I guess. You can go to KMOX.com, look up the show there. You'll find all kinds of really cool background information about the three of us. Uh, you can go to Twitter, at the show KMOX, to follow along with things that we're sending out throughout the course of the day. Plus, all of our individual Twitter accounts are linked there. You can text the show, 314-436-7900. We are going to use them a lot. I want to be clear about that. Like, we're going to use texts a lot. We haven't in the first few days, mostly because we're dumb. But that's a big plan, a big part of the plan <laughs> I mean, moving forward is that and then our voicemail line, which we'll talk to you about a little bit later on. But 314-436-7900, anything that we're talking about, feel free to hit us up as we go through the day. Good morning, you two. Good morning. I felt like I was filibustering for a second. I didn't want well, I should, to. I should stop and say hi to you guys. Why are you filibustering? Well, I mean, just to get through all the introductory yeah. stuff that you have to do oh yeah yeah not yeah, like intentionally nice. can i just remind everyone too about the beautiful thing that is 98.7 fm that's a good point i mean all the way out to wildwood franklin county the 40 corridor 270 it is crystal clear it's a beautiful thing so if you haven't checked out 98.7 fm i recommend it how about that odyssey app uh, which is free well. and beautiful, and you can hit the re- like you can be listening, mm-hmm. and did you think did Kevin just say what I thought he said? And you can rewind like yeah. fifteen seconds. You can do that on uh, KMOX.com as well. Awesome, yeah. yeah. So many ways to hear it the way you need to hear it, the way you want to hear it as you go through the day. Uh, obviously, we got a lot to do. A very short show. Cardinals baseball coming your way a little bit later on. Twelve twenty-five for the pregame show. One twenty-first pitch in Chicago. Miles Michaelis is starting for the Cardinals. And I believe it's Marcus Stroman getting the start for the Cubs. We'll check in later on uh, with Claves in Chicago to talk a bit about that. We got to start, though, with what felt like, God, I don't know if you guys, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I normally I'm reading like baseball stats and all this stuff. Last night I found myself reading an indictment. Yeah. I spent, I didn't read 66 so- pages of the indictment, but I'm going to tell you what I did is I, I skipped up to the part where we started, where we started having the recorded conversations and the transcripts of recorded conversations. And if you missed it yesterday, we did tease it yesterday, but the story has advanced quite a bit uh, in the last 20 hours or so. Uh, But three members of the Board of Aldermen have now been indicted on essentially bribery charges. Mm -hmm. There's more things tagged on to it, but 
it's it's the simple version of it. It's it's bribery. So it's uh, Aldermanic President Lewis Reed. It's Jeffrey Boyd. It's John Collins Muhammad. And again, to be clear, I want to issue this blanket statement at the beginning. Everybody is innocent until proven guilty. We are not assuming guilt in any way, shape, or form. This has to play out in a court of law. They're in, so we they got have that? Been, yes, they've been indicted, and they are, according to what they said yesterday, still yep. showing up to work. And, right? they, and, I mean, and they pled not yeah. guilty, and I want to throw that out at the beginning because reading the transcripts, it sounds really bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are just direct conversations about exchanges of money for political favors. Yeah, I mean, and... President Lewis Reed, Alderman Jeffrey Boyd, I mean, these are two of the board's longest serving members. They've served more than 15 years. They're also two of the more powerful members of the board. So this is no small thing. Did it feel like when you guys read it, whatever you read of it? I mean, again, I didn't read the whole thing. I read, you know, the juicy parts, the the transcripts. I felt like I was reading this script from like a Sopranos episode. I felt like it was a it was the wire. Like it felt like every TV show that covers some kind of corruption or bribery or whatever. Because I'm like, you're saying it out loud. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't think you should be doing those things. But if you're doing those things, maybe don't say it out loud. You know, you rightfully said that this has not yet been proven in any sort of court Correct. of law. I, I and you're right about that. But this does not look good because they have the receipts. They've they've got all of this on tape. There's transcripts of it, and well, it does not look good. And and you know, you mentioned the wire. I feel like I've done myself a disservice because I never went through with the entire show. I watched yeah. I watched the first season, but last night on Twitter, the amount of people mm-hmm. who compared what this is to the show The Wire makes me think I needed to have watched well, The I mean, Wire. The, the I wire can't is, believe I didn't is, finish is it. It's about wiretaps. Yeah. Mean, it's about getting on people's phones. I got through a season. Yeah. There, there was no reason I didn't finish it other than I just didn't do it and I intend to now. But this is, and I, and I said this yesterday and I can't stress this enough. This is so disappointing to me if this all turns out to be true and it doesn't look good it disappoints me from the perspective of a person who cares a lot about this city the image of the city and the fact that there are so many people who live outside of this area and also live in the area but in the area but on the outskirts of the area who have a low opinion Mm -hmm. of st louis city this kind of stuff does not help and not only does it not help but it hurts in a big way This is so frustrating to me because I feel like as a city, in order for us to progress, in particular in the minds of people, locally, nationally, regionally, whatever, we almost have to be perfect. We almost have to be perfect as a city. No major missteps. This makes us look even worse. You brought up the receipts, and they are important to point out. I mean, this was a two and a half year investigation from the FBI, the U.S. Attorney's Office. It had surveillance and hundreds of recorded phone calls and meetings and thousands of texts and emails. There are receipts, and the feds don't mess around when they move forward with these investigations. And like you said, Ranj, it it does. I think we're already pretty cynical in the St. Louis area. So to see this it's people, it's both shocking and not surprising. It also does a disservice to the aldermen and local leaders who are who just are good. trying to do yeah. a good yeah, job. Yeah, and trying to make yeah. things better. And it makes, it, it yes. taints them because people use a broad brushstroke and say, 
oh, all these yeah. guys are doing this. I, I, I had two major takeaways from this when I saw the story. Aside from whether or not the, the, these, the, these three men are going to be proven guilty in court. Aside from all of that. First thing is, this is not a St. Louis thing. I know we're going to be upset about it because we live in St. Louis and we should be upset about it because the only thing that changes that behavior is if the people who live in that spot won't accept it anymore and you vote for other people or if the people that investigate police, FBI, whoever, that they put people in jail when they do the wrong thing. So it's but but I do want to make the point like people this shouldn't be a self-conscious thing because this stuff is happening in Detroit and Baltimore and Chicago and L.A. and New York. This stuff happens all over and it's terrible. It doesn't mean it's okay. It just means don't do the, oh, St. Louis. It's a St. Louis thing. Of course it is. It's every big city has got stuff like this happening. And I agree with you. You're right. There's no question you're right. But I feel like we have to be twice as good. As a, uh, for, as a city, for perception, for perception yeah, yeah. purposes, we have to be. And and maybe that has to go on for like 10, 15, 20 years before we really change perceptions. But whatever it takes, I think as a metropolitan area, that's how we have to behave collectively, especially the people we've elected to run the city. And that's why this is so disappointing to me is because and, and maybe it's unfair Maybe it's unfair that people from the outside look at us a particular way or people from even the county look at the city in a particular way. Maybe it's unfair that they do that, but they do. The reality is they do. And this is the kind of thing that is devastating to me and is the kind of thing that's more difficult, you know, makes the perception more difficult to overcome. I just I, I just want us to be better. Yeah. And the reality is we have to be we have to be more than perfect in a lot of ways to turn that perception around. All right. So I want to throw this at you guys yes. live because I threw this at you guys earlier. <laughs> I feel like I might be crazy or not crazy, but I might be Ooh. I might be stretching a little bit. So if I'm stretching a little bit, you guys smack okay. me uh, and you can you can smack me on the text line too. 314-436-7900 if you want to chime in on this. So this type of action. Mm-hmm. This is clearly bad, okay? You're talking about bribery. Bribery yes. is bad. It should be against the law. I am not making a case that the, this is not a problem or these kinds of things mm-hmm. are not a problem. But practically speaking, yep. not idealistically, not if we can trust everybody at their word, but practically speaking, what's the difference between giving people cash as a bribe mm-hmm. and making big campaign donations to make sure that you get favorable treatment when it's time for a bill to become law. Like lobbyists. Why, why is it okay to do this at the $10,000, $50,000, a million dollar level? Why is this okay to do it at the, at the nationwide level where it's very clear? Yeah. Lobbyists spend the money that they do because it works. Billions. They do it because it works. And everybody says, there's no quid pro quo. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. There may not be a written contract. They may not be dumb enough to get caught on tape saying, give me $25,000 for my campaign and I will vote for you. Nobody's doing that, or at least they're not doing it and getting caught. But how is it different? And this is, to me, an indictment of all of our setup as opposed to a defense of any one thing. This is not a defense. This is, we've got it all screwed up because this is happening. In some way, shape, or form, nationwide, all the time. There is an estimated $3 billion that changes hands in lobbying Mm -hmm. during the course of a year with Congress people. 
you can't tell me that it's just uh it's just billions changing hands with with no quid pro quo We're like just none of that happening individuals yeah. well i mean it could yeah i mean i can see how it's a thin line when you phrase it that way because it's like well the difference between lobby, lobbying and bribery is lobbying is illegal yes. <laughs> yeah. but here's the thing with bribery you are taking that money handing it to a politician to guarantee an action while with lobbying, you're taking money, making contributions to a campaign with the hope of influencing oh. future decisions. Ah, I okay. understand. Ah. I'm just saying. And, and, I, and, love, and, I love semantics. And, and again, I, I, maybe this is just because I'm super cynical. You are, and but it is. But I don't right. believe any of them when they say there's no quid pro quo. Of course there is. They wouldn't be giving you the money year after year if it wasn't working for them. It's, I mean, it's about transparency. That's why there's, you know, there's dark money. There's campaign contributions have to be a certain campaign. So if they just came out and there. said, hey, I'm going to give this guy money so I get my tax abatement, that you, makes it okay? You can't say it. <laughs> but the fact that it's out front <laughs> makes it okay for lobbying. It's just an odd thing to me. I don't know. Maybe we should just not be giving people money to get favorable treatment. Maybe we should just do that no matter what we call it. Well, I've been sitting here the last couple of minutes and I've changed my mind. This is all fine. <laughs> This is fine. That's because producer Dave just handed you a wad of cash. There you go. 314-436-7900. He's a lobbyist. This is the show on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Back in on the show, it is a Friday. Chris Ranji, Amy Marks, of course, Kevin Wheeler with you here. 
Uh, we got Cardinals baseball later on. Uh, Cardinals, see, first pitch now is about three hours away. Pre-game is about two hours away. So 12.25 for pre-game show, 1.20 for the first pitch. Cardinals and Cubs. Cardinals made a bunch of moves. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it now, but they just announced a bunch of roster moves. Uh, Matthew Libertor, Cody Whitley going to Memphis. Uh, they're calling up Zach Thompson to make his major league debut. Johan Oviedo has been recalled as well. It sounds like those guys will be the starters for the doubleheader tomorrow, although I don't think that's been made official just yet. Tyler O'Neill's going on a rehab assignment. Dylan Carlson going on a rehab assignment. So a couple guys closer to coming back and a couple of young guys coming up to help out uh, with four games over the next three days. So we'll tell you more about that later. We'll catch up with Claves around noon, and then obviously we'll have more on that on the pregame show coming your way in just a little bit. Hey, I have a question for you. Do you have a question? Yeah, it's just a random question. I just saw it. Gene Evans, she's a friend of KMOX, has been on the program, the former executive director of Missouri GOP, answered a question on Twitter. Are you the most famous person from your high school? And then she listed several people from her high school, like Aaron Cook Jr., the basketball player, Jacob Turner, Mm -hmm. the pitcher. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of an interesting question. Are you, Kevin Wheeler or Chris Ranji, the most famous people from your high school? I am definitely not. So who's more uh, famous? So Kevin Green, Pro Football Hall of Famer, just passed away in the last couple of mm-hmm. years. He um, went to Granite City High School. Dal Maxville, the former general manager of the Cardinals, went to Granite City High School. And I think there was a soap opera actor, too. I'm not as famous as that guy. <laughs> no, Peter Mayer is from Granite City. Did he go to your high school? Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know. He was Major Garrett's Oh, like, and then there was um, uh, the, I think he's an FBI... Uh, former FBI agent, he's an analyst, is a Gus Van Zant. Is that right? Hmm. Yeah, I think he went there too. Yeah. So no, I am not. I, I just pulled up, while you, when you asked that right before we came back, I pulled up the, the my high school's Wikipedia page because they have a whole list of notable yeah. alumni. I'm not on the list. Oh, so, man. We got so, to do that. The show, we got to get show so very, fans of the show to get Kevin Wheeler on that list. Very Let's do clearly, a remote. Very clearly, I am In not Detroit. the most famous one there. I mean, we have uh, like... John McHale, the former baseball general manager, uh, Thomas Brennan, who was the chief justice of the Michigan Supreme Court. Um, let's see, a bunch of baseball, like Chris Sabo. People would know Chris Sabo, in, who are baseball fans, played for the Reds in the 90s, uh, 80s and 90s. Chris Sabo, Frank Tanana, people would probably remember. Um, you know, Stan Heath, Ranch, the college basketball coach. Yeah. Um, he's a he's an alum. So people like that. A bunch of guys that played in the NFL. So, no, I'm not even close. Not even close. We had a guy yeah. play for the U.S. national soccer team. All mm-hmm. kinds of people that, uh, yeah, that, that I'm not, I'm not there. So no. now it's Amy's turn yeah. to tell us that she's the most famous Are from you? her high school. I am the most famous from my high school. I was also the valedictorian. Yeah. Wow, I heard you were also the best and, athlete. And, I was and best she athlete. finished last in her class, too. And I also finished last finished in my class. Finished first and last. Yeah. That's a pretty impressive thing. I know. How'd you do that? Well, I was homeschooled, and I was oh. the only person in my class. However, if the, the nearest public school, the public school I would have So you're also to, most likely to succeed. That's exactly right. Nice. Yes. And the most likely to become president. All the superlatives. Wow. It was just pictures of me most likely to go to prison. You know, all there. But Lafayette High School would have been like my public okay, school. Okay, that's where you, yeah, So yeah. Ryan Howard and David Freeze. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a lot. Yeah. There's yeah. probably Sorry, more man. than that, too. I mean, but yeah, those oh, two right yeah. off the top of everybody's head. Now, you know yeah. the Clayton Kershaw's high school in Texas, which is also Matthew Stafford's high school mm-hmm. in Texas, mm-hmm. which is also... John Hinckley Jr.'s oh, high school, yes, which we will be talking about later. His Is high he, school? His high school, yes. Or him. Well, we'll talk about him. him. Oh, okay. But isn't that crazy? And the golfer, didn't that golfer go there? Who's the golfer that just won the Masters? Uh, oh, come on, guys. Uh, Kevin? 
Okay, uh, yeah. Tiger Woods. Bueller. Nope. Okay. Uh, Shifley. Okay, you guys are no or help. Or Scheffler. I'll get back to it. Or is it Brooks? <laughs> what? Or is it the other guy everybody hates? Bryson. It's. It, I'll tell you what it is. It's not Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> he okay. didn't oh. play. You remember why? Uh, got himself in a little trouble. Oh, oh yeah, he did Arabia get it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That it, it was. It was Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah, it. Yeah. So you were close. Yeah. I said, is there a, there's a Shifley? No, that's Shifley, a hockey player. Shifley is a Mark hockey Shifley. player. And a Scheffler. I did say Scheffler, though, too, did didn't I? All right, yeah. good job. Yeah. Good job. Good boy, Ranch. High five. So we figured it out. So Elon Musk, he's pretty famous. He's got to be the most famous from his high school, right? I would think so. I mean, he's the also homeschooled dude in the world. Is he? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm serious. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Well, did you see how he uh, he's saying that working from home makes you lazy? Yes, I did see that. This is Kevin looks visibly so his, upset. I mean, if you just if you just say Elon Musk's name, that's how I react instantaneously. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even if he says the most obvious thing, like pizza is good, I'm gonna be like, Ugh. <sighs> you know what, man? Just go be rich somewhere. I know. Just shut just, up. Just go enjoy like, your life. The rest life. of us have things to complain about. Just, just, just go. Be, just go have fun every day. I, I feel like build he, yourself a giant theme park. He's he's like the first billionaire, mm-hmm. like real billionaire. Um, that I can think of who just like, I just want to be a grain of, of, I want to be a rock in your shoe. Like that's what he <laughs> wants to be. And I don't get it because he can, he's living a great life. He can live a better one if he just goes away a bit, you know? Yeah, but is he that much worse than Stan Kroenke who is actually. Oh no, a- no, 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 no. But at least we don't have to look at Stan's face. Not with that. Not unless you're watching toupee. Napoleon Dynamite and you have a scene with Uncle Rico. Oh, I bet he can throw a football over the mountains. Uh, we <laughs> take Kroenke state. reminds me of Ronald McDonald without the makeup. I feel like if you, that, that's what I think of. Is that wrong? No. no. I, I do think we need to address this work from home thing. Yeah, we'll do we that really coming do. up. We really do. It's the show. Chris Ranji, Kevin Wheeler, Amy Marks, of course, on KMOX. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. the show on KMOX. Amy, Chris, and Kevin with you. You can uh, reach out to us anytime you like. 314-436-7900. Text line is wide open. We'll mix you guys into the regular conversation. But you got to, you know, it's like a, if you don't do that, then we don't read your text. But if you put them in there, we're definitely going to bring them into the conversation as we go along. Again, 314-436-7900 is the number. You can also stream us live on Facebook.com slash 11KMOX1120 right now. So you can see um, Mm -hmm. that apparently... 
Ranji looks like a potato. No, no, no. no. Uh, that's not that what, what Amy, Amy said. said. No. I thought she said that. Well, she's been calling you a potato. Yeah, just, and yeah. Her idea is, well, she's always got silly ideas. I mean, I kind of do if I look at that video. You don't look like a potato. Well, I got like a potato-shaped head. We're, we figured out a plan. If one of us happens to be gone, we can replace that person with a potato. Okay. Wheeler, Wheeler took a photo of me the other day, and I look like I've eaten a house. <laughs> what? Yeah, that, that photo you took, and you put it on social media, I look awful, and I... I, it, I felt so bad about myself. <laughs> I haven't eaten since Tuesday. You're so, such a liar. So no, serious. So listen, listen. Uh, we were talking about Elon Musk. Yeah. Or is it Elon? I think it's Elon. Elon. It's not Elon. There, well, I don't know. Well, this man had sent out a memo to all of his employees, was, as we mentioned, and he said something to the effect of, if you want to stay home and pretend to work, go work for some somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. People like working from home, generally speaking. I, and I feel like if you have a job that allows you to work from home and you can do it efficiently and you can still be productive because a lot of people are. And there are a lot of managers. It's something like 32% of managers say that their employees have become more productive over the last year and a half or so because mm-hmm. they've had the opportunity to work from home. If it is a job that you can do from home, why are we forcing people to come back into the office? Well, I mean, I think this this has to go by industry by industry, business by business. Right, if it's a job that you can do from home. But there are jobs that you can do from home, but are they best done from home? Because you do miss some creativity, some collaboration. Their morale does have is does play a role in any company, in any corporate culture, and you can just become more isolated. Also, Different data has shown that people who work from home, maybe overall they're more productive, but they're less productive per hour, meaning they're not really, you're not clocking out. Your your work-home life balance has become blurred because some people are finding themselves working all day long over the course of 12 or 14 hours, and they're not really clocking out, and they found that that was more exhausting for people. I think it's employee by employee, business by business, industry by industry. Sure, and and you know with Elon, I, I like to make fun of him, but I mean it's his company. He can set the rules for oh, working sure. there. He can I mean do that's perfectly wants. fine. Yeah. But when I think about the practical side of it, yeah. right, that is for a lot of people probably reducing the amount of time it takes you to get ready for work. Yep, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, depending on your routine. Because if commute. you're like your commute, you're taking again depending on where you are and all that. But a lot of people, you're probably saving an hour, hour and a half a day in the car. Yeah. Um, depending again, it's, it's a you know like I live it takes me thirty five minutes to get downtown. That would save me an hour and ten minutes a day. That would be also potentially work hours as opposed to sitting in my car hours. Yes. Or even workout hours. Like yeah, exercise right, right. is so yeah. important to mental right. health, physical health. Right. The the estimate nationally is that people are saving forty minutes in commute. Yeah. Yeah. Per day, which is, I mean, it's a significant so you start amount to of add time. It up. You can save an hour, hour and a half in, in different ways. Because I mean, look, think about it. You don't have to take a full hour for lunch. You don't have to go anywhere. It's there. Mm-hmm. You're at your house. You know. I mean, like. And I, and I agree, it's it's clearly about the industry and the specific job. I think we all would have to agree with that. I mean, you can't, and if you're building things, you have to be there to build them. You know, it's, if, yeah, well, if, no, if I think if you're, if you're, if you're, if if you're a contractor, is, yeah, working if your primary from home. job is making phone calls, why couldn't you make so phone calls? So a perfect example of that, an argument for working from home. I have a friend who works at a large company. She's in marketing, 
and sales, marketing and sales. And all of her clients are all over the country. So she goes to her office to right. make phone calls all Which day long. Which she could do from but home. But if she can work from home, she yeah. can help get the kids to school. I mean, it, she can bring them to school. There's there's just so much more flexibility. She said, I, I don't understand why it makes sense for me to go to an office where there are distractions yeah. from coworkers when all of my clients yeah. are across the country. I also want to make an analogy. and, and cause, Because just because you're at work doesn't mean that you're goofing off less there than you would at home. There are a lot of people that are good at pretending to look like they're working I'm when so they're not. Good at it. There are a lot of times you're just sitting there killing time or, you know, you're, I mean, like I, I've had the office jobs. Usually it was like I was in college and I was a temp and I'd be done with my work with two hours left to go. And they don't want you to go home. They want you to stay there. So I'm just saying you pretend that you're doing mm-hmm. something. I mean, I, I don't, I don't get why that's better. And I do think a lot of people, it's just control, right? Like some people that are in in various industries, some people that are spe- some specific managers, they just feel like that's the only way you can have some control over what people are doing is to be able to kind of peek over their shoulder once in a while or have them write down the hallway. And and I, I get that because, again, it depends yeah. on the it depends on the job. It depends on the industry. But I do think that there's some of that, too, that higher ups like the idea of having some control. Okay, looking at data, I'm going to pivot here. Oh. The new data out on alcohol and coffee. We talked about this before the show. I saw, I don't know, a a research paper, a study that said people who drink coffee may be less likely to die. And I would say everything about that statement is entirely way too broad for science. I don't know. That's why I'm on cup number three like, today. What is there's so much that needs to go into this. You you drink coffee and you're less likely to die. I'm guessing it's like the caffeine. But what do you don't you think we get these studies every other day and it changes yes. what they say is good for you and what they say is How bad for you? How many times have you like, you know, a glass of red wine a day is good for your heart, and then the right. next study is no, alcohol's poison. It's always bad. I just don't worry about it. Let's be honest. Like, okay, would, would it be nice to know that you could add a couple of years to the end of your life by doing certain things? Yes. And I could die in a car accident tomorrow. Right. I'm not going to sweat the maybes. I'm not going to sweat. Uh, and, and I'm not talking about, like, total lack of common sense, right? I'm not talking about throwing burgers down your gullet for every meal and, you know, drinking 12 beers every night. I'm, I'm not talking about being reckless. I'm just saying, like, these little things, yeah. They, they probably, we don't even know for sure that they make a huge difference. Right. And you don't know that you're going to wake up tomorrow. So maybe maybe that's my overall philosophy. Like, I, you don't know you're going to wake up the next day. Maybe don't sweat wondering if maybe 50 years down the road you could add another six months. There was a story on KMOX.com earlier in the mm-hmm. week that addressed the alcohol uh, study that was done in Dublin. And it's said that there should be, obviously, a more cautious approach to consuming alcohol. Um, Don't drink. If you do drink, limit your weekly consumption to less than one bottle of wine or less than three and a half, 500 mil cans of four and a half percent beer. Well, that's specific. Yeah. It was a study analyzing 744 adults over 40 years old who are either at risk of developing heart failure or have pre-heart failure, 53% of the group were women. The average age was 66 and a half years old. So um, I, I am the only person in this room 
that drinks both. <laughs> like, Kevin doesn't have alcohol at all. Yeah. Uh, that's not totally true. You have very it's, little. It's, it's rare. I have, like, no. It's been It's rare. You're, a, you're a big coffee years. person. You have a lot of coffee. Lot Kevin of coffee. drinks no coffee. Nope. He just has Diet, Diet Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Here's my, okay, I, this is my honest-to-goodness take. We can do all these studies on, well, if you drink coffee or alcohol, do you live longer? I think mental health and being happy and content that is so much more important that like if drinking a cup of coffee or having a glass of wine or going to the ball game and having a beer makes you feel happy or relaxed honest to goodness i think that makes you happier or healthier i'd agree with that me. yeah there's a mental health component to it and i think I mean, um, but mental health that affects your physical health we always know that stress leads to headache and stomach issues the, as not a doctor the study was over a five-and-a-half-year period, yeah. and it said participants in the pre-heart failure group that were either moderate or high-intake drinkers had a four-and-a-half-fold increased risk of worsening their okay. heart health. I know we're, we're so, going, but here's the thing. Spurious what? Correlations. Check out the website. It's great. That's a band, right? Well, it's a website that looks at you know cause and correlation effect. The number of people who drowned by falling into a pool officially lines up with the number of films Nicolas Cage appears in in any given year. When he's in more films, more people drown in a pool. Kevin Wheeler. Nice. Amy Marks Chorus. Fabulous. Chris Ranji. Unbelievable. On the show. Welcome back into the show. Chris, Amy, Kevin, hanging out with you. Now, you guys, we, you know, we're talking about yeah, it was in relation to different things with your diet, food, drink, coffee, alcohol stuff. Yeah. But uh, and and also the topic of whether or not you work from home or work back. Like it's a lot of this stuff has to do with managing stress, right? Like mm-hmm. things that you know cause, and they're not necessarily fear, but things that cause stress on a day to day basis. How do you manage it? Does coffee help you manage the stress of the morning? Right. Does alcohol in the evening help you manage the stress of the day? Like all of this stuff is tied together, right? right. And. When we look at the next topic that we had planned, it, it does. I don't, we didn't do this on purpose, but it all does kind of tie in because when you look at the stresses yeah. of the world right now, you've got Russia in Ukraine and all that going on. You've got we're pan- coming we're coming out of the the uh, of a, what was a shutdown yeah. for the pandemic, but we're still dealing with that every day. We're dealing with shooters, seemingly on a weekly basis. Mm. You know, sometimes school, sometimes workplace, sometimes more random, but we're dealing with shootings all the time. Um, and and the, the impact that this stuff can have on kids yeah. is, I, I mean, I, yeah, sure, school things are scary for kids because, right, that's real to them. Uh, but all of this has to have an impact on them. And, you know, I always say that, like, we as Gen Xers, especially, you know, Ron, we're Gen X. Are you Gen X? Amy? I'm millennial. Are you like so you're the okay? So you're but you're borderline really because you're kind of right on the edge. I think of I'm both. like a like a middle aged millennial. Is okay. What they call it. <laughs> okay. So, but but there wasn't a lot in our world at that time that would that would have been this to us. We you know the, the the big like for me for example the thing I was the only thing I was ever scared of as a kid I was never scared about nuclear war I was never scared about even with some of the movies that came out it never worried me it just didn't seem real. The only thing that was a scare for me and my friends when we were probably, let's say, grade school aged mm-hmm. was that at the time in the 80s, the child abduction was just a thing. That was it. It was nonstop. People yep. were talking about it, reporting it. Um, you know, we had warnings about our neighborhood. We actually I, I mentioned this on the Glover show a couple weeks ago. There, a, a guy tried to get me and a friend to get in his car with him. Like oh, that, wow. that happened okay. when I was like 10 or 11 years old. And we were like. 
no, and we booked it off on our bikes. You know, we just took off in the other direction. We actually called the police. The police car, police came over, took a description, did the whole thing. That was like the only thing that that was a, a was any source of stress to me as a kid. It was that, and it was also very specific time frame because a couple of years later, I no longer cared about it. And I'm not sure if it's because I was older or whatever, but a couple years later, I didn't care about it. But that was the one thing. It, it must be an age thing then because that was exactly mine. Because in 1981, that's when Adam Walsh was abducted yep. from the Sears. Yep. He was with yep. – and, and his dad went on to host America's Most Wanted, John Walsh. Yep. Um, but he was abducted from a Sears. They left him at like an Atari display, a video game right. display right. or a kiosk, and he was playing – and he was abducted, he was strangled, he was beheaded, and that was that was part of the thing that was really frightening. And because you thought then, oh my God, this is happening to kids everywhere. And I think I was like five years old, four years old when that happened. Yeah, that makes and sense. Parents I'm a, were terrified. I'm about that much older than you, so yeah, that's about so right. So I, I remember being at this is crazy. I remember being at the um, it was called the VP Fair at the time, you know, Fair St. Louis, and they had a a a booth where you could get your fingerprints done for kids oh, wow. in case you were abducted and they could find you later on. Wow. I, and I remember doing that at the fair. That's just not... a, I, I know, it's just a really weird thing, but I was very young when that happened. And I guess they just wanted to put you in the database in case you were abducted That's... down the road. Yeah, yeah it was very, very it crazy. Was, it was really a thing, though, for a lot of the 80s. Like, yeah. It was a big yeah. story. I think, so I was born in 83. So after that, and I was not afraid of abductions what's interesting is for me i remember my first newsy memory like newsy that i remember watching on tv was the gulf war because you watched it on television i think for the first time in history oh, watching yeah. war live in but real it, time yeah but it didn't i was in kindergarten and it didn't or first grade and i wasn't scared by it this is going to sound random but the first thing that truly scared me and i think it's because i played tennis with my grandparents but i was eight years old when monica sellis was stabbed in oh, a yeah. tennis tournament yeah, on yeah. the court and i remember seeing that news headline and my parents were out of town and i was with my grandparents and we were playing tennis the next day and i had the like intellectual capability to understand what it meant to be stabbed during a tournament but i didn't have the emotional maturity to handle that information so i felt like it was a free-for-all like you yeah. shouldn't play tennis it's not a safe sport anymore the second i think watershed as far as feeling scared by what i saw i was i had just turned 18 when september 11th happened mm -hmm. and i had one. been kind of lulled to this security of you know living in the united states and september 11th scared me and made it feel like we were suddenly much more vulnerable than I thought we were. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, it, it was a horrible event. It didn't have that impact, but I was also 30 then. I wasn't, yeah. you know, I wasn't 18. Where like you I would just be a little graduated bit more from high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're an adult, but you still, I don't know, kind of have that invincibility yeah. of a kid. Yeah. I tell you what, man, I, I really do think that that 80s scare, Ranj, changed every generation that followed because we as parents are a lot more protective than, than uh -huh. our parents. Yes. Like, you would leave yep. your kid at Sears at the Atari thing. I used to be gone all day, every day. My parents had no idea where I was. My entire childhood in the summer, I was gone. And you would never have known, maybe even for eight hours, that well, I was actually gone if I had been taken. I, I was a little, because I'm a little younger than you, I was a little less allowed to do those sorts of things. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all、well、qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing, no hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh oh oh! O'Reilly Auto Parts.